mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. A couple weeks ago, Steve, I mentioned that I thought it would be really cool to go back in time and try to find someone that could relate to uh, the difficult time, you know, before the depression or during the depression when times were really bad in comparison to, you know, what we've been going through in this last month or so. Right. And I came to the realization that I don't think we need that. I think this is an opportunity where we're going to really, um, this is going to define us, who we are as individuals, um, as a nation, and as we are globally. This is going to redefine who we are, and we're the ones that we have to reach deep and really find out who and what we're made of moving forward. Now, one of the things I can tell you when I look back in my short period of life on this earth, that there was several things that defined me, and I'd like to clarify them and in four different areas. Please do. Um, yeah, I just and I think you're going to be able to relate too. But a lot of it is martial arts related, not in a way that you have to be a martial artist to know it. But it's what came out of my life through a lot of hard work and a lot of grit. And that's the first subject matter that I would like to talk about is first and foremost, it's grit and sacrifice. Starting out in the martial arts, it was just me. And the ones who did take the biggest sacrifice was my family. Uh, my wife and my first daughter. Uh, I wasn't around. But I had to do it, and I had to create this style, and I had to take it pretty much a lot of times on my own chin. Even though they were there and they were supporting me, they made the sacrifice. Explain to those listening what you mean by that exactly. You were very young, newly married, and you opened up your first martial arts school. I wasn't around for my family. It was an absence of time. Time was dedicated to creating the system and the style. And just like if you go to a pizza shop, um, you're going to go back to that pizza shop if the pizza is good. You're going to go back to that restaurant, what they're putting out, the product that they have is going to bring you back. The people are going to bring you back. And you're going to be tested in a period of time and overtime. As this style was developing, it was just me. And um, in the old days, now this is back in the 80s, so you know this is basically 40 years ago. You know, you were challenged. And unlike a piece of pizza, the person they're challenging is you. If you're going to create a martial arts style, they're going to see it if it's in you. Can you fight? Can you stand? Can you take it to the limit? And so a lot of times I was challenged by my own students or I was challenged by people and martial artists outside of the dojo. It was like the wild, wild west. These were a lot of bare knuckle days. There wasn't a lot of equipment around. Um, a lot of the flooring was hardwood floor. And what I found was some people would come at you fast, and before you knew it, they were out of gas, and it was over. A lot of times, the fight would go long, and the fights were tough, but I found within myself, I had a reserve tank that was even below a reserve tank. There was something there, and I guess you would call it grit or spirit, and that would rise up. And when that would happen, I had the ability to have that never-say-die attitude and kind of reboot myself press that reset button and start all over again. No matter what it took, I need to be the last guy standing, so to speak. And that's how you built your business. Now today, 40 years later, I have a group of people around me. I have a family, not just my own family, but I have a family that um, supports the program and I have a great team that's with me that I don't want to let down. 
So again, you dig down to that grit and that sacrifice and you say, how can I reset? How can I reboot? And you got to go deeper than you went before. You got to really come up with some vision and challenge yourself. And I'm not just talking about martial arts schools. Steve, I'm talking about restaurants and everything we do here is a different reality and you got to find that different reality within yourself. So that first category for me was grit and sacrifice. And it still is today, it 65 sounds, years old. Yeah, I hear you. It sounds as if what you're saying to me, and we talk about this often going back to your purpose in life, anyone's purpose is greater and larger than themselves when you're doing something. And I'll use the term fighting, but I don't mean it in a physical sense necessarily. But when you're fighting for a cause greater than you and others outside of you, not just yourself. So initially you had your family to quote unquote fight for. And then now these days you have your extended family to continue this for it's larger than life. And it's more than just you. So anytime somebody has that, you tap into a larger uh, meaning of things. And, um, and then all of a sudden that just propels you and pushes you forward. It does. And the fight for me, a lot of times was again, fighting what we would call Kumite or martial arts sparring, whatever. It's the same in everything. If you're running a restaurant, like I said, or a pizza shop um, or a retail store, it's the same. The fight's the same. Um, this is, again, where you get a chance to say, okay, do I, do I take it on or do I walk up in the mountains and start to meditate or do I let it pass? It doesn't just pass. This is a time to become more creative, more innovative, and become stronger because of it. And I do believe that all of us, all of us will become stronger. I tell you, if you read history, after every significant battle of time and test, the period afterwards was a sign of strength and resurgence. And I believe the same thing is coming our way. The second area that I learned when I started the arts and started teaching was what I call the bridging program. And that is from learning that you're a white and then you're a yellow and then you're an orange belt, and then you're a green belt, and so on, and so on, and so on. You never look at black belt right away. That's down the road. What you do is you bridge. You look at the next belt as your goal. In small portions, like they say about the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. You never look at the end. You can't. You can't. It's it's too hard. What you got to do is right now, we're coming out of this as a white belt. We now have to look at the first bridge, which is yellow belt. We have to look at the first thing to do. If we let our minds go too far, we will not succeed. It's overwhelming at that point, yeah. Yeah, so what I learned in the martial arts, because I was a hyper kid, and I came into this, you know, fast and furious, and I thought things were going to come fast, and they didn't. And what I learned is that through the, the training of the martial arts, just one step at a time every day, find hope, find patience, Find the things that we always talk about that's going to increase success. I like that. I like that a lot. And the third thing, you know, you're hearing a lot about lately, Steve, is, you know, as, as these governors start to come back, you know, with their plan of reopening, you hear phases, you know, and I'm a big one, as you know, you study in the martial arts. Our whole style is based on phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. Right. I created, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, whatever, when I realized in fighting, that the first area was your legs, your outside perimeter, maybe six to eight feet. Once somebody breaks into that and takes that first perimeter down, which would be phase one, now they're going to have to deal with your hands. Once your hands are taken down and you get in a grappling position, you're in phase three. 
the closer that person gets to you, the more vulnerable it is. The next thing you know, phase four is when you're on your back and you have to learn ground fighting. My whole style was based on those four phases. Right. Unlike fighting from the outside going in, now we're fighting from the inside going out. We've all been in a house. We've all been tight. Now we got to get up off our backs and we slowly got to start stretching and putting our wings out little space at a little time. We've got to go from a phase four to a phase three, a phase three to a phase two, where we're now more from boxing distance and hand distance and eventually all the way out beyond our legs. And I see it like it's just so obvious to me that we've got to follow the steps of the bridging and we've got to follow the steps of the phases from the tightness to the openness slowly as we approach and reopen this country. And again, think smart and be wise. The last one, as I was making some changes in the dojo, in my place of training, to realize what I need to do and the vision that I have, a good friend was there with me and he says, you know what you got to do in life, man? You know what you got to do right now more than anything else? He said, you got to be a chameleon. You got to change colors and adapt. And I thought right away what Bruce Lee said, you got to be like water, my friend. Right. You got to flow. Once we get too rigid, once we start to freeze up, we turn into ice and then ice is eventually shattered. We got to be like water, my friend. We got to flow. We got to be a chameleon. We have to adapt. We have to change colors. We cannot be the same, especially for a lot of business people. They cannot expect that their financial situation is going to be the same. They cannot expect that the minute those doors open, they're going to bring the revenue in that they were bringing in. They cannot expect that the people that used to attend these restaurants, these gyms, these martial arts schools are all going to come busting through that door. But what they will know is this, that they're still standing. They still have the grit and the sacrifice. They're still there. Even though it'll be a fraction of the beginning, they're the ones that are going to finish successful. They're going to win the race. And a lot of competitors and a lot of people in this new reopening will not reboot. They will not reset. They will not rethink. But you will, and I will, and we will adapt, and we will become better because of it. But as we conclude, Steve, it reminds me of one of my favorite episodes, and I know yours too. Which one is it? Probably I'm thinking CEE. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, that's what you're, you're thinking. Right. Commit. You're right on. Execute. Evaluate. Yeah. So Boy, first I'm thing is we've got to commit. We've got to decide what we want to commit to, right? Yeah. And then we execute and we move forward. But moving forward, like you said, step by step, phase by phase, day by day, it's too overwhelming if we look at the end game. We're not going to get there. Right. And then evaluate. And that goes in everything. That goes in not in just, you know, not just in this time in our life, but it goes into everything, whether it's family, financial, spiritual, mental, physical, everything, everything that matters. Commit to it. Say, okay, I'm back. I'm doing this. I'm moving forward. And then you execute and then you evaluate. But you don't just, just evaluate for the sake of evaluating. You evaluate so that you can make micro adjustments if need be to adapt and continue to improve. The commitment doesn't change. What you set your mind on, the end game does not change. You execute towards it. The only thing that slightly would veer, depending on you know what you need, is the, uh, the evaluation. Then you constantly adjust what you're doing to get there, right? Absolutely. Be like water, my friend. I, I can't think of a better. I mean, that's fantastic. We always talk about all kinds of Bruce Lee quotes. He's known for, you know, being an actor and a martial artist, but he was one of the greatest philosophers. 
That quote right there, man, does that apply to this time period? It does. And, you know, again, look what he did. Uh, He changed the face of the martial arts. He was innovative. And, you know, he lived by that. And I think it's a good example moving forward of what we need to do. We've got to think out of the box. And then we've got to stay out of that box and never fall back in. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.